Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Bourne? Jesus Christ. It's the same movie. It's the same movie again. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kill James Bond. Jesus Christ, I'm Alice Caldwell Kelly. Jesus Christ, that's Abigail Thorne, and Jesus Christ, that's Devon. We Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, that's Devon. Just like at the squat rack at the gym, just like Jesus Christ, that's Devon. It's the same movie. It's he's made the same movie. Four times in a row. Paul! 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 It's the same film! Is this like an avant-garde art piece? Are you taking the piss to see how many times you could do this to me? We're almost done. We're almost finished. We are so close to being done with Jason Bourne. And this is the final one, the fifth one in the franchise. It's called, you know his name brackets, if you don't, it's Jason Bourne. Or at least that's what's on the poster. Um, it's it's Jason Bourne. Although, actually, the way the way they title it on the title cards, it's smushed together. So the title of this movie is Jason Bourne. There was a, a metaphor I used in the, the copy for the episode, um, The Bourne Legacy. Where I where I likened the Bourne legacy to the bit in Spider-Man Three where Sandman is trying to pull himself into a corporeal form, nearly fucking makes it, and then just collapses back down into slop. <laughs> and that that is what happened to the Bourne series. Very briefly, it tried so hard to be real, but then it just it just became yeah. slop again. Every day I get up, I push Jason Bourne up a hill, and every night he rolls down again. Every day Jason Bourne eats my liver and it grows back. It's the same film! It's, it's insane. This time, it's made in 2016, which means that uh, Matt Damon is looking increasingly like himself in the end of Saving Private Ryan. Mm. He's, 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 getting, he's getting old, is the thing. He's in his 40s, and he came back for one last movie in exchange for getting Paul Greengrass back to write and direct. Absolute loss, loss on everyone's part. Which though. means it's going to be <laughs> another movie that you can't see. I've, I'm so upset. Like, there's a note later on which I'd get to, but I don't care. Which is like, there's I still can't see anything, but the budget and stunt work is much higher and higher quality. Yes. So I feel like I'm missing some really cool shit. He does hold off a little bit longer in this one. That's true. Ah, so we 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 begin by because. As as we know, this is from the era of posters of writing stuff over Matt Damon's face, and what they did with this one was, you know his name, like, you know who Jason Bourne is, but they have no confidence in it. So, they begin with Jason Bourne's sizzle reel. They really do. Just reminding you of all of the stuff that he's done, all of the people mm -hmm. he's killed. Uh, Mark Strong comes back in a flashback yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as Professor Chim. We see him committing to the program again. Yes, yes we do. Albert Hirsch is there. You get like a shitload of lines from Hirsch, but there's one line in particular that is somewhat conspicuous in its absence. He won't, he won't say it. Also, Jason says the weirdly horny line. I'll be whoever you need me to be, sir. And he, he, he becomes Jason Bourne. And then we see where he is in, in, in the present day, which is much like the Mountain Goat song, International Small Arms Traffic Blues, he is on the border between Greece and Albania, mm -hmm. uh, where he is like 
debasing himself by just getting in fistfights and like bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, he does. He does with- Fight Club, and he he does he one punch man's a guy. Yes. <laughs> That that's the one like piece of cinematography that I kind of liked in this scene is that he he gets in a fight with this guy he like and the the movie kind of hypes him up a bit he's a big guy and the camera sort of follows over Jason Bourne's shoulder as he just walks out there and like follows the punch through as he like knocks him to the ground with one blow which is nice um, uh, yeah, absolute return to form for foreign voices as a threat indicator which is always yes. fun yes. We got the yellow filter back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe. We're, 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 we're seeing a bunch of guys uh, sort of like um, uh, really focused on a big combat sport event, pushing in a circle, trying to make bets, mm-hmm. which is your your sort of Casino Royale opening Absolutely. as well. Also, it can't just be like Greece, because Greece is like, uh, you know, Greece, like nice like holiday destination. No, it's Greece. Greece. Oh, fuck, it's on the Albanian border. It's- <laughs> Holy shit. It's Albania. Also, this, this isn't... This isn't quite in the year the years of tactical beards, which we'll have to talk about when we get to uh, Sicario or uh, whenever Ryan Gosling's new Grey Man movie comes mm-hmm. out. But this is, in, but he does have like a slight beard, like a kind of stubble, and that's so you know that it's like a beard of sorrow. Mm-hmm. He's like down on his luck. Mm-hmm. He's having a hard time because he doesn't shave. Yeah, same. It's Punish born. <laughs> <laughs> He's just had electrolysis. He can't shave it for a couple of it's days. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, uh, no. And then immediately, so the thing about this this opening scene is, uh, just in case you forgot what Jason Bourne is, they play the hits, um, and that's capital P, capital <laughs> T, capital H. They play the hits. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, all of these missed the first time round, so I'm just fondly remembering shit movies. <laughs> they play the misses. <laughs> they play the fucking yeah. misses. Like they cut straight from like foreign voices threat. There's a filter. Jason Bourne punches a guy. It's straight to computers. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have to enter 20 minutes of computers because Nikki Styles, uh Julia Styles, Nikki Parsons, uh uh from the previous movies, she's back. She's in Reykjavik. She also looks like shit, but women aren't allowed to grow a beard of sorrow. So she just hasn't put any lipstick on. It's very funny the way they try and convey that. It's like a full face of makeup that is trying not to look like makeup. Oh, oh my god, you're right. That is how they do that. Like you can't it's have so a beard funny. of sorrow, Nikki, so you have to have like Nikki just like not wearing lipstick. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. You have not wear lipstick and have like one strand of hair out of place. Mm-hmm. Like she looks better than I've ever looked in my life. And she's like, uh, we're supposed to get from this, like, oh man, she's in a horrible place. <laughs> she gets this. fucking done dirty by this movie, like again. That's true. Um, so she she goes to a, I guess, anonymous hacking camp. Yeah, she goes to a gamer den. Yes, it's cool. Where where she she games her way into knocking on the front door of the CIA's mainframe with a with like an old CIA laptop, and I I just I look right. I'm going to play a couple of drops of what the dialogue is like at this point, because this immediately sets off an alarm in CIA headquarters, and we see Alicia Fikanda, uh, hello, who is the CIA's, like, computers expert, go to, like, try and counter-hack it. And everybody sounds like they're reading off cue cards. Everyone sounds like this. They found a back door. We need the reverse shell. I'm going to locate the source. I'm working on it. That is unedited. That is how the dialogue sounds. Give me some eyes on the street. Guys, some eyeballs on the street. Need some. Uh, oh, they're hacking the, the, the main the frame. The graphics. 
the graphics on the screen here is perfect. It's a little laptop icon trying to plug into the big CIA icon that is literally labeled CIA main server. Clippy the- appears and is like, it looks like you're trying to access secret <laughs> files on kill squads. Would you like some? It's help? one of those movies where a lot of things happen on a computer, but they also don't have the confidence to make it look realistic. So I, I spent no. a lot of time pausing to read what was on the screen, and it was always... Phenomenal. CIA secret mainframe. Okay, people, we have a major breach of our classified mainframe. I hate when I have a major breach of my classified mainframe. That would fucking suck, personally. (laughs) Alicia Vikander implants some malware into the the little USB stick that uh, that Nikki is downloading the stuff on. But we see Nikki go through the files, and what she's looking for is, like, all of the Treadstone programs, all of the, like, bullshit other programs, because they invent a new one every year, like Blackbriar. There, there's actually, yeah, they find a fucking laptop later on, and it lists all ten chimp programs, and I have their names here <laughs> if you'd like to, to run through. Please. Mm-hmm. So, in ascending order, obviously, Treadstone, the original chimp program. Yep. Then we've got Blackbriar, the Treadstone mm-hmm. upgrade. Emerald yep. Lake, mm-hmm. Outcome, mm-hmm. Larks. That was Jeremy yep, Renner's? That's the drugs one, yep. yep. Larks was the, the super chimp. And then super since then, going, yep. they've had Spearfish, Rubicon, Hourglass, Spectrum, mm-hmm. Iron Hand. <laughs> Spectrum 11. Spectrum is yeah. fucked me. So, so the thing is, right... The CIA, they've done it again, obviously, and the new one is Iron Hand. We don't know that yet. What we have to do is go through all of the, like, files, and as she's going through the files, she finds that David Webb, uh, Jason Bourne's dead name, was, like, he was spied on in advance of being recruited, and the guy who wrote the original, like, Treadstone program, the guy who proposed it, is his dad. Robert Webb. Robert, yeah. (laughs) Mitchell and Webb. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so at this point, I'm like, the movie is in my head now. Just the born paternity. It's the born paternity. <laughs> Absolutely. And so th- they they trace back this thing to the SecOps hacker camp, which is so we have heard of anonymous. It's the mm-hmm. same thing this movie does when it references Edward Snowden. I have a theory about this later that I'll get into. Um, but the important thing is that uh, Alicia Vikander h- shuts down all of the power. Cuts off the hacking attempt, but they know they've been hacked, and it follows its way all the way up to the CIA to the director, Tommy Lee Jones. Love his performance in this film. So good. Looking extra craggy. Looking like here. trying harder than like anyone else in this film to make it good. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. across across the country to a tech firm called Deep Dream to the CEO, Riz Ahmed, playing the same role from Venom. They only ever let Riz Ahmed play a tech CEO. They should let him do yeah. another one. But to be fair, he fucking nails this one, so good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He's, he's kind of a Zuckerberg type. Yeah. We also get the first drop of a name that I would love to continue to refer to here, which is they mention Christian Dassault. They mention this man. They set him up so hard. And I can't wait to discuss what they do with it. I don't it. remember who that is. He he's the hacker activist guy. He's he's oh. some sort of like prince of hackers. Oh, that's who that guy was. His name's in like full caps on this lass's screen. And we get we get a series of lines where um CIA computers person Heather Lee is chatting with uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Brian Cox number five. Uh, where like <laughs> you get the first one, which is just like this is worse than Snowden, um, and then the second one where they're that like, "Wasn't a hack, was it?" 
This might ah. don't even. Ed, come on the podcast. This could impact Deep Dream and Iron Hand. And I wrote, oh no. Deep Dream and Iron Hand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so 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 Tommy Lee Jones uh, wants to like figure out where they're going, and they think that maybe Jason Bourne is involved. Uh, Nikki is involved with Jason Bourne. They're going to try and destroy the CIA again. Therefore, they have to track them, and they track Nikki going to Athens. They track Nikki through. This is another point where I paused and looked at what they were typing into the screen. They track Nikki through the expedient of essentially googling "woman in Reykjavik." And it was like 300 <laughs> yes. matches and just flashes up a series of faces until you get to Nikki. Yes, it was so funny. Heather, Alicia Vikander, has seen the previous Bourne films and she knows that there's a role of like the guy in the control yes. room who's like doing hacked up bypass. She's like, hey, Tommy Lee Jones, I want to be the man in the control room, brackets yeah, woman. Yeah, I want a girl boss. Um, and Tommy Lee Jones is like, cool, yeah, sick, agent girl boss. And then Tommy Lee Jones activates uh, a French chimp. He activates mm-hmm. Monsieur Chimp. Um, who's going to be our guy who's hunting Jason Bourne? I, I wrote him down as the quasi chimp because the the chimp's deal was that they were impersonal and stuff. But this guy, he's called the Asset, which is a terrible fucking code name. Yeah. Um. He's he's not quite impersonal because in a sort of your actions have consequences, Jason Bourne, baby's first theme. He was undercover in Syria. He was captured and tortured because he was exposed by Jason Bourne leaking the Treadstone program. And so now he has a permanent sort of personal vendetta against him. Which I'd like to mention He's a former didn't chimp. happen. It wasn't Jason no. Bourne who did that. It yeah, was that didn't um, happen. CIA girl boss. Simon Ross. Yeah, Pamela Landy, who is not in this movie. They've just like had her killed or whatever. This is not appearing in this movie who she she leaked it. It's not anything to fucking do with Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah, and she, and she leaked it. Well, that guy leaked it to the guy who works for... This guy's a writer for The Guardian. That guy. Yeah, Simon Ross. Yeah, Simon Ross. Um, who's the, the man whose last words were, Oh, the bin man. <laughs> oh, the bin man. Ah. <laughs> Play it again, Sam. Give <laughs> me the fuck. Oh, the bin man. <laughs> <laughs> Bin's mate. So, um, yeah, he, he activates Monsieur Chimp. Everyone still sounds like they're reading off cards. Oh, and we also get a sense of the sort of managerial dynamics of the CIA, which is that Alicia Vikander wants, she's ambitious and she's trying to go around the CIA director, which he does not appreciate. Mm -hmm. And he is going to like, it is heavily implied he's going to try and fuck her over later. So, um, Nikki goes to Greece, leaves a message for Jason Bourne while he's bare knuckle boxing and getting his ass beat. It's like, come and meet me at the protest scene from the Bourne identity. Das ist verboten! Yeah. He's, he's getting his shit knocked in during the boxing, and yes. then he spots Nikki in the crowd and ends it in one punch. So you get the sort of... Yeah, the win button. He's built up enough to unleash his super. It's fine, don't worry about it. Did these people, like, ever meet anywhere other than a protest that's about to turn into a riot, is my thing. <laughs> we have got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> they meet in a sort of a left-wing protest, which, bizarrely, everybody is carrying either a red flag or the Greek national flag. It's a sort of an odd combination. Yeah, you'd think they'd. Uh, you think they wouldn't be getting on. No, it's just Greeks protesting. Is sort of the vibe of it. There's no like real. They're doing. They're doing patriotic socialism. Uh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna do it, baby. <laughs> Yeah, they're all getting together and giving a big speech about how I work for the royal family. <laughs> yeah, so all of the Greek intercept guys, they're fighting the cops. And this is the, this is the one moment where uh, like Paul Greengrass's directorial instinct work for him. Because the way in which he does stuff is, I can't see, right? He cuts 
every second. It's his way of showing like speed and intensity and violence. His problem is he just does it too much. It's not legible, and he does it in bits where it doesn't make any sense. The one place where this does make sense is filming a riot, right? And so it kind of works. You get lots of little like shortcuts of guys getting the shit kicked out of them by riot cops. Or, or like throwing Molotovs mm. or whatever, and you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of, you know, this is kind of getting something going. This is working. So she she has to like meet him and deliver a series of like ominous um, like half explanations. Yeah. So she says they've started another illegal yes. kill squad. Iron <laughs> Hand. This is number Jason. 10. A fifth Jason Bourne movie is happening. <laughs> <laughs> they want to <laughs> they want to put the files online. That's what Nikki was. She was like, we want to leak this. Despite the fact that, like, the previous leak clearly did not stop the CIA creating no. illegal kill squads because they made five <laughs> more, but whatever. We want to do yeah. it again. I'm, I'm working for, for Christian Dusso, this hacker guy. We want to do radical transparency, put it all online. And, and also, by the way, your dad was involved, which causes Jason to have little dad flashbacks. He, has a, he does have a dad flashback, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. <laughs> Every time his dad is mentioned to this motherfucker, he like fully goes into like a full crouch, hand on his forehead, like, "Oh shit, d- d- my dad! I have to like remember this." Oh my god, I'm remembering the one memory of my dad, which is when we were hanging out in Algiers and something happened. Question mark. What I, uh... Um. Also, so see, she says um that like they were watching you before you signed up to Treadstone. So basically, she thinks that Jason Bourne might not really have volunteered. Mm. And that kind of like undermines his entire character arc from the previous yeah, three films. You, ch- you chose to do this. Yeah, like that was the whole thing about like I volunteered and therefore I feel guilty. If he didn't volunteer, then he's just like, oh, I guess I don't need to feel guilty at all. I can just go and live my yeah, life. Yeah, that's now. his character arc from this one. Like, you, there is a <laughs> there is a line from Tommy Lee Jones earlier on where he's like, "You're gonna have to face the facts, Jason Bourne, that you volunteered for this." And I was like, okay, that's the theme. But the actual storyline that Jason Bourne goes through is, no, I didn't. And that's his, yeah. like, that's his arc. <laughs> we, we, get, we get the world's fastest hero refuses the call, where he's like, I don't care about this. Why should I care about this? And she goes, I think you should. And he goes, fine. <laughs> he's like, oh, all right. Okay. I, 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 oh, right, fine, I'll do a fifth Fuck's Jason sake. Bourne movie. Are we going to explore our relationship from like the, the it was hinted that we had a thing before? No, nope. Can't wait for them to explore their relationship. Oh fuck, she's gone. <laughs> oh well. Nikki hardly has any well, lines yeah. in this movie so, again. Of course, the, C- the CIA, because they're tracking her and because they're following the, the USB stick as well, there's a bunch of guys um, looking for her with monoculars. There's always there's they a, love a, a monocular. monoculars in this movie. They love and, a monocular uh, yeah. in this film. Like. And, and Alicia Vikander identifies a blonde woman in the crowd. She goes full Abby mode and she's like, blonde detective. <laughs> Reverse by two seconds. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we get an. Uh, she li- she feet. unironically does doesn't enhance, and she enhances. <laughs> okay, she 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 has a weird accent in this movie too. She 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 enhances this blonde movie. It is of course Nikki, and this sets off the chase. So we right? don't. Okay, here's some fucking thing to note. They don't say the line. They don't say Jesus Christ. That's Jason Bourne. They don't no, do it. That was no, trailer in the trailer, and they cut in, it. In the actual movie, what happens is that he's briefly mentioned during the high power CIA meeting, which includes Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Alicia Vikander, and two other guys who are also present. Um, yeah, his Tommy Lee Jones is like um, adjutant or whatever, who says Bourne. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Arto Asando, whose whose job essentially is to be in every high powered meeting and just look baffled. 
like he doesn't actually do anything. He's just mm. present at all times, looking like holy shit. Um, yeah, but his yeah. line is, is the born Jesus Christ. Jesus man. Christ and <laughs> Jason Bourne. So uh, they, they try they try and kill them both. Jason Bourne does some Jason Bourne shit. The riot, the riot stuff is like well filmed. The asset shows up, driving at speed in like a in in a VW Golf, and then we we get like inevitably there's another bike chase, right? Because Jason Bourne finds a bike, he he beats up the guys, he puts um he puts Nikki on the back, and he's like. Try not to get shot in the back of the head with a sniper rifle, like the last girl I was doing this with. Um, and she does. Unfortunately, not great at this. He's got a track record of naught for naught on this. Um, no, just wasted, fully taken out by Monsieur Chimp. And- I feel really sorry for Julia Stiles because she has a lot of night shoots mm-hmm. in this film, a lot of like difficult, like bitty stunt work. And she just gets fucking nothing to do and just gets killed. She's got no she, arc. She, she she has one series of lines where she just says the plot to the movie so that everyone can know what's happening and then immediately gets aced by a sniper. And it's like, she's given nothing to do in any of these movies. She's then not no. mentioned again. Completely unmourned. She gets like- a, sort of a horror death scene, which is quite effective, where she's she's like shot, but she's not dead immediately. And the, the the Athens cops are closing in on uh, Monsieur Chimp, and the CIA are telling him to get out of there, and he's like, "No, I don't want to because I I have to like use her to lure Jason Bourne out and kill him." But this is not like successful, and he ends up killing her in front of him. She like throws him the USB stick with her dying moments. Um, so now he has the like USB stick full of CIA malware and also the information on his dad. Also, I, I I missed one thing, which is when they identify the blonde woman, Tommy Lee Jones is also in the room, and he sees that there's a dude with her, and he goes, Identify the male. Which... <laughs> Every time I walk into a changing room, baby. <laughs> Just going off like a self-checkout. It's like... <laughs> so, I, also, like... Every time I go to the post office, I hear Tommy Lee Jones. Identify the male. <laughs> me, me and the sources are looking for a white sauce made with eggs. Identify the male. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. So I, I have, I have a thought here, right? Which is, as as this chase is happening, right? Like we see police roadblocks everywhere. The whole of Athens is like fucking on fire. Someone tells Tommy Lee Jones, apropos of nothing, that like the Greek government has declared a state of emergency. Uh, you know, everything's shut down. And I thought between this and the sort of fake anonymous thing, this movie is like written for a countercultural moment that didn't happen. It really is, right? I, I'm so glad you picked up on this too. This is this yeah, is I, I remember seeing this on the news back. Did this this were there a lot of riots in Greece in twenty sixteen? I mean I no I more, no more than usual. Like I I think the thing is, right, it's it's written for uh, a kind of time that thinks that 2016 or so was going to be another 68, and that was going to have sort of transformative effects. And you, you kind of get this question of like, is or isn't Jason Bourne going to be aligned with like counterculture, sort of anti-capitalist thing? And the answer is no. And it's no. just as well that there wasn't like there wasn't this countercultural moment because this movie has less than nothing to say about it. Um, but it, it, it kind of acknowledges the possibility, which is the very one thing funny. I will say for uh, 2016 as as a cultural moment is that that was the last year that ever happened. That's true. Um, and since then, every year has just been 2016 again. So that is worth 
Much like every film that Paul Greengrass has made has just been Jason Bourne again. Paul Greengrass has like several shots that he loves to do and I'm going to highlight them as they come through. But there was one I missed, which is um, CIA computers woman on... She's in a dark room on a computer. She's lit by the computer yep. and it's filmed through yep. like a shutter shade. He loves that shot so much. The other one that he loves is in a chase scene, somebody's foot pressing down on an accelerator. Absolutely. And... He he got twenty minutes into this movie before the first one of those, which is in the bike chase. Yeah, so that you can tell they're going fast. <laughs> How are you going to know they're accelerating if we don't show them pushing the accelerator? So so Jason has been tossed this USB stick and essentially like a notebook that says "Go to next location." Right? He he goes to next location. It's a left luggage locker. We get one interesting thing here, which is there's a gun in the left luggage locker, and he just takes it, and that's an interesting parallel to Switzerland where he does the same thing but he throws the gun away because he's not a killer or whatever, where now he just is. That's that's cool. I like that, kind of. Um, but there's also there's also a notebook which is like, Jason, next location is here. Um, yeah. Yes. Also, very, very funny to me, the USB stick has printed on it in big letters, encrypted. <laughs> just so you know. We then cut to the most boring B-plot of all fucking time, which is, um, we've, we've even missed out like two of these scenes because they aren't interesting, but um, Riz Ahmed and Tommy Lee Jones are having meetings where Riz, Aaron Kalur, he's the CEO of this fucking deep dream thing. It's not ever really stated what it is. Um, he's just, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's Facebook. It is, it's Facebook, Facebook. basically. Um, he, yeah. he, does, he does a fucking like, press conference where he's announcing nothing he's he goes out on stage and he goes yeah. deep dream baby and everyone's like yeah and he goes <laughs> also that's that's the other thing about about aaron color right is that because paul greengrass has no idea how to write or direct someone who is popular <laughs> no fucking idea. everyone is like way too into him he will say he'll show up and he'll say hey how's it going and people will be like tearing their clothes oh, off you, they'll be like lying on the floor it's no, it's it's not he's he's dressed well he's dressed right like he because he comes out in like a suit yeah sneakers he's got this like the t-shirt and the, the the suit jacket like it's it's a perfect tech ceo and he comes out and he goes people have got some questions about surveillance and then he pauses for 50 seconds and then goes we aren't surveilling you and everyone goes yeah <laughs> and that's his character <laughs> yeah and we see, we see in this meeting between him and Tommy Lee Jones that essentially this this movie has finally gotten to huh there's a relationship between big tech and mass surveillance should we explore that no um what they what they do instead is like Riz Ahmed has been blackmailed and coerced and funded from a startup by the CIA in order to do this. Yes. And I think that like that's not just a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's not just a misunderstanding and that's catastrophically misrepresenting why the tech industry works the way that it does, right? There's you don't need to blackmail Mark Zuckerberg into doing anything. For the you certainly don't need to blackmail um, Facebook into it, surveilling you because that's their whole fucking business model. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's just, just selling the surveillance state. Like that's how they make money. Like how how is Riz Ahmed profiting if not by doing surveillance? Like, There's a very specific line from Tommy Lee Jones where he he's like, "Metadata is not enough anymore. I need a backdoor into the system." Um, and Riz Ahmed's like, "Yeah, well, when you get that, you'll just want something else, won't you?" And Tommy Lee Jones goes, yeah. "Yes." And Riz Ahmed <laughs> goes, "Ah, oh, fuck." 
and Tommy leaves the scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. To be fair, I think this is a much more interesting film. I would much rather have watched this film about like Riz Ahmed and Tommy sure. Lee Jones, two great actors doing like CEO surveillance tech shit. I'd much rather watch that without the Jason Bourne nonsense. Sure, like the idea of a CEO who like wants out and doesn't want to play ball anymore is an interesting one. But it's 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 not a realistic one in the way that this movie presents it because it makes the CIA the only bad actor here. Everybody's forgotten about the National Research Assay Group or whatever who are like better than the CIA. We've forgotten about them. It's CIA clowns. It's just that it's- they're doing everything they can, Paul Greengrass, to render the previous movie non-canon. Like. Yes. They're not discussing anything that happened. They're not mentioning any yeah. of the characters that were yeah. mentioned. Jeremy Renner's in it. not in it. He's on a beach somewhere with Rachel Weiss at the end of the last film. The only mention you get is that one very brief, like, word, uh, larks and, uh, oh God, what's it, outcome on a fucking screen. And that's it. The only reference. Yeah. Anyway, it's, 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 it's not like. It's, it, all of these are totally separate, and uh, Big Tech actually wants not to surveil you, it's just being forced to by the government against its will, which is a very Reddit interpretation <laughs> of how that happens, rather than these great, like, permeable institutions that uh, people move between quite freely. Um, yeah. Rather than, like, actually the interests of capital and the interests of government have more or less aligned, and they both want to spy Essentially, on he's doing, like, an Ajit Pai thing, right? Like, he, he is like, sure. oh, the internet needs to be free, you know, like, a lack of surveillance. Privacy is freedom. Well, it's an Aaron Swartz thing, too, which is... I think also part of the name and like Tommy Tommy Lee Jones, um, his character is like repeatedly just being like, "Listen, you're going to give us that data because that serves national security, and if you're not going to give us that data, then you're fucking actively making the country worse." So I'm kind of fucked up of you. There's a bit later on where they they are meant to, they're meant to have a debate between each other on stage. And, and the announcer fully just tells you what the theme of the movie is. Personal rights versus public safety. This is the great question of our time. And the choices we make about this will determine our future. <laughs> so, you know. The fact, that, the fact that you think it's a choice, the fact that you think the public has a choice about that is already fucking laughable. So so, so Jason Jason goes to Berlin and he... He he meets he meets Christian Dessau, who is wearing. Ah, that's he, who this guy was. I no, thought no, he no. was he's, a chin. He's, he's the hacker guy. You can tell because he's wearing a big, long, stupid Euro vibes ass. Yeah, my notes say pre-order now to receive Christian Dessau's iconic hoodie. Yeah, he he lives he lives in a like totally empty loft apart from a, a load of computers and a, a like a set of weights and a weightlifting bench. Okay, to be fair, so do I. So like, let's hang on. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. You've got Gundams. <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna retire Just, I'm gonna kill myself uh, yeah no <laughs> no I th- I was saying that in a good way you've got interior decorating you've got Gundams what, Christian just sort of tries to get him on site he, he, he finds out that Nikki is dead and he's like yeah well you know she knew the risks whatever which Jason does not like. Um, yes, but but uh, Christian not enough to like mention Nikki no, again. No, Christian tries to get him on side with. We both want to take down the corrupt institutions that control society. So he talks like he walked here <laughs> he really from in the name does of the rose. Talk like this, the whole fucking time. Also, I I got a really clean drop of society, which I will be using. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. Future uses. That's fucking right. Jason, it says a lot about our society. Jason, my name is Christian Dassault. <laughs> Blasting through twinks. I honestly had no idea who this guy was, and I was like, 
Why is why is chimp saying this anyway? Uh. So, so <laughs> he he fails he fails the the Skyfall test right mm-hmm. because Jason hands him a big USB drive with stolen CIA data with encrypted on it and goes unencrypted this. And he just plugs it into his regular ass laptop, where it sets off every single alarm at CIA headquarters. I would have turned the Wi-Fi off on my laptop so that that couldn't happen. Christian just so mentioned Snowden for a second time. This movie, <laughs> this laptop should not be connect. Shouldn't know what the internet is. It should be in a concrete safe, fifty miles underwater, before you plug anything into anything. But of course, the moment he does, the CIA immediately go, Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne, and also a weird German guy who keeps talking about twinks and society. They immediately get the CCTV feed outside, so they're looking in at them as well. (laughs) You get a a really clean drop of someone in like the CIA panic room saying he's on a computer. Yes, I, I have that, and in fact I have the longer version where immediately after that Tommy Jones says how I feel about the movie. He's on a computer. You have to stop this. <laughs> That's just him just giving notes. He was looking directly at the camera at that point. You have to. You need to stop. Why does, why does he deliver that line like it's like your dad talking about your transition? It's so. Can I get it again? Can I get it again? Yeah. He's on a computer. You have to stop this. <laughs> So, oh man, Tommy Lee Jones is disappointed with your transition, Asma. Horrible. Hey man, we all you are. Have to, shut <laughs> up. No, you have, you have to stop this. You've got Gundams. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. You take that back. Oh, now it's an insult to have Gundams. Interesting. Fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah, curious. Um, <laughs> and yet you yourself participate in Gundams. Interesting. <laughs> So, so, so Jason gets the files decrypted. He he goes through them and he sees his dad and immediately enters dad flashback number two. <laughs> <laughs> this incapacitates his ass fully. All the same must be a nightmare for Jason Bourne. <laughs> he sees a photo of his dad and he goes, "I am going to have a one and a half minute flashback of the time I met up with him in Beirut." And he said, "I've done something yeah. mysterious that comes with a cost." And then he was blowed up by a terrorist yeah, he, attack. Jason runs over to the exploded car, looks up, and sees two Arab men. And it just sort of holds yep. on them for a second. And I was like, I don't think you yep. should do that. Also, my notes say, uh, Lameo, Jason's dad, invented Treadstone. Okay, cool. We need to stop making movies, actually. So, so Jason figures out that he was surveilled beforehand. And he was surveilled by like a specific guy, Malcolm something. Gladwell. He is now in private security in London, Malcolm Gladwell. He he works for a company called, and this is on the screen for a fraction of a second, a company called Pacma Group. Sure. Uh, to which, yeah, pa- all right. Pacma Balls. <laughs> to be fair, I guarantee that some of the most powerful people on God's earth work for companies named that kind of shit. And additionally, I'd like to note. What's what is our Christian Dassault, the man that they have built up for a fucking entire movie, doing during this? He he is while Jason Bourne is distracted by dad mode. He simply saunters over to his weight bench, picks up a dumbbell, and tries to hit Jason Bourne really hard in the back of the head with it. Why does he do this? Because Jason won't Jason won't leave him the files to leak on the internet. He literally like he walks into a scene and they're like. I see that you're Christian Dassault, and he goes, we live in uh, society. 
and and then they they don't know what to do with him so he stands doing like a fucking idol animation for the entire scene while Jason Bourne <laughs> finds out about his father and then he just decides to hit him and then he gets knocked out and that's the last we fucking see of Christian Dassault yeah because yeah, because Christian Dassault's deal right is uh Jason, you want to be part of this countercultural moment that we're in? Uh, and Jason goes, "No, I don't, because I'm a sort yeah. of a grumpy American patriot." Because this movie is still a fundamentally liberal one. Uh, and and Christian Dassault goes, "Fair enough. I should try to kill you with some exercise equipment now." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Jason Bourne is a sigma male. He's 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 going <laughs> yeah, his Ryan own is way. Not sure. He just stands around and then eventually goes ape mode. And additionally, what else is happening during this scene is computers woman says the line, there's a phone in the room. I can use it to delete the files. And I went, huh. Can you do that? No. She, no. <laughs> she, she also, she, she uses the phone to like call Jason and she's trying to get him to come in because what happens is now that, now that Nikki has been killed, Jason has been issued with a second helpful CIA woman um, who is able to text him things like, you have two minutes to leave before the CIA get there. Um, she she thinks she can bring him in, but Tommy Lee Jones takes over the phone call uh, and is and is like down home country. I'm very disappointed in your transition. Once, once again, stop this. we have a female CIA operative who's like, we need to bring Jason Bourne in alive, and yeah. we have an older male CIA operative who's like, we need to kill this guy immediately. It's the same. We need to kill this motherfucker call. right now. He literally a va- like an insane hail mary from Tommy Lee Jones to go. What would your dad think about this to a guy who's remembered his dad existed like 30 seconds ago? Well, he's trying to put him in dad mode. He again. is. He's trying to put him in the flashback he's mode. He's trying to buy time um, by putting him in dad flashback. <laughs> so, so Jason escapes escapes easily by shoving a door into a guy's face. Yeah, he does a share zone. He just leaves. <laughs> he, 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 I thought we were going to get like an escape sequence, but he just walks out of the yeah, building and he, leaves. He, he leaves and he goes to London. While he's on the train, he has another dad mode flashback where he remembers his dad. And then he he thinks about the woman, the, the computer's woman, Heather Lee, Alicia Vikander, and he Googles her, and her bio and her appointment are public on the CIA's website. What a fucking movie. With a, with, with a photo. Computers. And under the photo is, is a quote from her where she says, uh, by choosing the CIA, I, I cho- I'm choosing the CIA because I think I can make a real difference there, which is something that I would write when I stopped taking pills. <laughs> That's something I did write when I became a YouTuber. <laughs> so he's like, oh, huh, maybe she is. She is." You now, also get a fascinating shot, and it's going to take me a while to explain why this is funny, but you get the shot of Bourne dissociating in dad flashback on the train, but yep, he's yep, sat yep. on a window seat next to one of those like tables where they've got the, the sort of emergency stop like lever you can pull. Um, and mm. the effect of that is it's shot in soft focus, so for a v- brief second it looks like he is just sat on the train staring terrified at this like <laughs> glowing black box with like an orange light <laughs> emitting from it, which I found to be phenomenal. I really enjoyed that. So, 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 so Alicia Vikander tries to like go around the CIA director, around Tommy Lee Jones again, to his boss, the director of national intelligence. Uh, by being like, listen, I can bring Jason Bourne in if you let me run this operation. We won't have to kill him. I think he's at a psychological tipping point. All I have to do is say, hey, you think about your dad much once, and he'll be he'll be like mine. I'll be able to like he'll sissy hypno him. Yeah. Um, and so 
the the director of national intelligence okay's this and Tommy Lee Jones gives the most like I am gonna fuck you up for this look. Uh but kind of like glad hands her. And he sends he sends the asset, uh Monsieur Chimp, to help her. And as they're preparing in the van, Monsieur Chimp is very much in the like I am going to betray you voice. He's like, oh, you're the boss, right? Uh we're all friends. We have an extended and I like this. I wanna just preface, I like this, but we have an extended sequence which is like it's all the man who was Thursday. Like every single person mm. involved in this is in a group chat with everyone else, <laughs> all yeah, betraying yes. each other at once, and it's it's great. Like yeah, like yeah, just like the, every group chat we're like, all in. Ma- <laughs> like Malcolm Gladwell, I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. Malcolm Gladwell gets the call from Jason Bourne, and they're like, "We want. Uh, I'm going to meet you at location in minutes." Paddington Plaza. Mm. Yes, they love to do it at Paddington. They're all in it. They're all in a group chat. Tommy Lee Jones keeps posting his modeling pictures and making everyone else feel bad. <laughs> Tommy Lee. Jo- Tommy Lee Jones is running this from his like desk at home, where he's got a little gamer headset on. He's doing like let's plays of this shit. Alicia Vikander is just in a, in the back of a van trying to coordinate. She's trying to bring Jason Bourne in, but uh, Monsieur Chimp kills the CIA guys. And is like on his way to try and kill Jason Bourne under direct orders of Tommy Jones. And additionally, yes. um, fucking Malcolm Gladwell, fuck it, is in a group chat also <laughs> with Tommy Lee Jones, who's going, just hold on, just He's stand like, still, switching earpieces every five seconds. Like, yeah, it's honestly the most like they're in boys chat, and then there's boys chat brackets, no Nikki, and then there's boys chat <laughs> bracket, no Tommy, and they just like have all of these various things, and they're arranging it. Yeah. The thing is, like Alicia Vikander's getting betrayed here, but she's getting cut out of this operation. But the the, the way in which this happens is she spends a lot of time in the back of a van looking at screens, because that's the shot that, that Paul Greengrass loves. And at this point, I'm so bored that I'm just start inventing new kinds of lesbianism. And so I'm just watching this like and she's got a really great shaped nose. Do you think I could get one of those? Do you think a Vrenoplasty and like You could, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she kind of looks like like an evil clone of Jennifer Lawrence. A little which bit. It's a good look. A little like, bit, yeah, I yeah. kept writing like um, catching fire shit. Like she absolutely does look like mocking Jay shit going on here. Yeah. So so Jason Bourne manages to kidnap Malcolm Gladwell. He takes him up on the roof and he interrogates him. But while he's interrogating him, Malcolm Gladwell is still in boys' chat with Tommy Lee Jones, who's going, "Don't tell him anything. I'll kill your family." <laughs> it's oh, so because oh, oh. <laughs> like they're in like. Malcolm Gladwell is in, like, the sights of uh, Monsieur Chimp. Like, he is fully being shot repeatedly um, via camera, not actually shot. Like, he's just there. He's got a big fucking X on his head, and Tommy Lee Jones is on the phone to him being like, you should stand extremely still right now. You should you should not move your head at all for, like, the next 25 <laughs> seconds for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. And fucking Jason does his special move. He sets off every alarm in the vicinity again, but we, we get to see him doing it this time, which is a little better, but... He yeah. sets off every alarm, everyone starts moving, Malcolm Gladwell's like, there's a lot of people around, I should move, and Tommy's like, you shouldn't move, you should stand very, very still. And eventually yeah. Jason does capture him. Jason captures him, he interrogates him, and uh, despite Tommy Lee Jones in his earpiece, Malcolm Gladwell tells does him- Does the, the spy who loved me shit, he's like holding him via tie off the edge of a building. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and Malcolm Gladwell tells him, yes, your dad created Treadstone, but he tried to keep you from being recruited, he tried to keep you out of it, and that's why they killed him. Mm-hmm. 
which causes Jason to have another dad flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. at the wrong time, because at that moment, Monsieur Chimp rounds the corner. <laughs> and Jason, no, no hesitation, uses Malcolm Gladwell as a human shield, falls off the roof with him, and like uses him to break his fall with some terrible CGI. Um, just, uh, just before this happens, though, Jason Bourne is interrogating him and summarizes the film. Oh yes, you're right. He does. He, uh, he, he grabs him. He's like, Ex- "Explain this to me, because it doesn't make any sense." <laughs> 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 He's like, why doesn't the plot of this movie work? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. His father found out he was going to get chimpified. He tried. He threatened to expose the program, and so they killed him. Yeah, they killed yeah. him specifically, Monsieur Chimp, which Jason mm-hmm. will figure yeah. out. Which in, is in so cool because it means that um, the asset Monsieur Chimp actually doesn't have a motivation at all. He's not mad because Jason no. betrayed him because he betrayed Jason in the fucking first place. Yeah, he killed his dad. Killed my fucking dad, um, brother. Fuck you! Alicia Vikander's just driving around in the van, just like, uh, I've been fucked here, and Jason Bourne enters via the window, uh, and just goes, hey, you are my new accomplice, tell me about the plot of this movie. And so she explains that the reason why Tommy Lee Jones wants Riz Ahmed's network is to do full-spectrum surveillance. Watching yes, everyone. Stop it! Shut Stop it! it. <laughs> <laughs> the government will know exactly how many Gundams you have. Uh, full I'm spectrum surveillance. I just like them. <laughs> I think they're cool. I want a drop of that. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Watching everyone all the time, and like I'm sort of in two minds about this, right? Like on the one hand. As we know, thanks to Edward Snowden, mass surveillance already a reality, right? Like it's mass data collection is already a thing. But on the other hand, and that kind of like undercuts this movie. If it's like, oh no, the CIA might be able to read your emails and shit. It's like they can already do that. But on the other hand, this is a problem with all of these movies. Every movie about surveillance, everything from like Enemy of the State, whatever is that the way you build the panopticon is by belief, right? You have to believe that you can be watched at any time. And, like, that's something that the CIA, the NSA, any number of intelligence agencies also have a vested interest in, is this idea that, like, oh, we are actually, like, omniscient, we can pull anything. But it's, like, the actual capabilities there, which are very frightening, are different from being able to watch every person doing everything all the time. It cannot be done. And so, but it's important to make you believe that that is a technological possibility. Um, and if that's a technological possibility, even a bad one, then you're going to sort of adjust your behavior and you're, you're going to take account of this. And this is like one of the real problems with this movie. I think it's also why everyone's so insane is that because we've all internalized this about mass surveillance, because we all believe that there's, you know, a, a predator drone watching us at any time. Um, no one believes in accidents or incompetence anymore. No one believes in, like, this is why people look at things that, you know, the CIA do and go, It doesn't make any sense! Because <laughs> they know everything, right? And if yeah. they know everything, why do they make mistakes? And the answer is that they, they, they don't. They, they have a lot of data, but that's like saying, uh, you know, you're able to consume a lot of individual drops of water if you put your mouth over a fire hose. It's It's true, but like... Yes. That's very astute analysis, Alice. That's really good. Yeah, they call me Alice Analysis. Um, That's why they listen to the fucking podcast, baby. That's what they're here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So they they have to go to the next location. Yeah, anyway, Monsieur Chimp is here. Um, so Tommy, Tommy is yeah. micromanaging the shit out of Monsieur Chimp. 
Like he's calling him every yes. like, couple of minutes to be like, Are you okay? Do you need some water? Like you're you're valid. <laughs> yeah, how's it Which is going, mental. Um, I don't know why he's called the asset, by the way. Like he's not part of Iron Hand or anything because he killed Jason Bourne's dad, so he clearly predates Treadstone. Like I don't know what this yeah, guy's and, and fucking also, deal is. If 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 every if every resource you have available to you is an asset, if you say get me the asset, then how do you know? One how does guy. anyone know that you mean <laughs> That this this means one Frenchman. Um, so, but we have to go to the next location. Next location is Las Vegas, where yeah, DefCon is. This, so, this is the second movie I've seen this year where, like, a major set piece is like a Comic Con for weapons manufacturers in Las Vegas. Is this a real? This is thing? just DefCon. Yeah, DefCon is a real thing. But the thing is, yeah, yeah. it doesn't understand the culture of it very well. DefCon is uh, sort of like huh. what you might loosely term a hacker convention, right? Uh, but uh, a lot of trans people. I will say that a recurring game at DefCon so is. When, some, when, sorry, when would you say it is uh, in the year? How would I get there? <laughs> a lot of trans people. A lot of like weird sex shit happening around yes, DefCon. In yes, your it's good. <laughs> but I also, hear. but also a lot of weird Fed shit. But in a way yeah. that this movie singularly fails to understand. Like, what one recurring game at DEFCON, for instance, is something called Spot the Fed, right? You win a prize if you're able to identify an undercover federal agent. What this movie's version of DEFCON does is it has the... <laughs> that agent gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, is, touch your hand on this metal plate. Um, <laughs> is that the... It's like chicken, but with a metal plate. That's what we're doing. We're all going to stand around and slowly put our hands towards the plate. My new startup, Plate. Um, no, but what this movie's version of DEFCON involves is the CIA director giving a keynote uh, privacy debate against Facebook guy. I can't help but feel that he would not do that. No. So for two guys who are really worried about the fallout if they were revealed to be working together, they sure are sat next to each other on stage. Oh yeah. Photographed next like to each other hands. a whole lot. I, yeah. I, gotta, I, I gotta talk, I gotta talk about the, the other thing, the other catastrophically irresponsible thing that this movie does, which is like one of three, I think. The previous two being mass surveillance of like in an omniscient way as possible, and the other one being I don't remember. But the third one is that um, Tommy Lee Jones wants to have Riz Ahmed killed, right, for for betraying him, and so the way he does this is he gets he gets his guy, the guy who says uh, Jason Bourne, Jesus Christ, to do it, and they come up with a fictional jihadi shooter, a twenty year old Iraqi national. We created bank accounts, travel documents, emails, phone records. They look like a lone wolf. So there you go. The U.S. government can and will and does perpetrate a false flag terrorist attack by shooting in Las Vegas, nonetheless. Mm, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Simply mm-hmm. a year before Stephen Paddock gave yes. that a shot. Yeah. Not an Iraqi yeah. national. So to speak. Like I say, this is, this is like, because we have so badly mishandled in the popular imagination the evil shit that uh, the intelligence community does, it, it makes people conspiratorial, and it makes people conspiratorial in the wrong ways, in the wrong directions, to the point where they're not able to believe that, like, a guy might perpetrate a shooting by himself because there are no accidents. Yeah, yeah, because in 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 a world of total surveillance, there can be no accidents. It's a much more boring idea of a world to live in, but it's also one that will make you insane. Um, yeah, so this ties into a theory I have about this film. Like, Jason Bourne says later on, like, my dad was blown up by. 
I was told terrorists and therefore I volunteered to become a chimp. Hmm. And then he has this line later on where he says, I volunteered because of a lie. And my notes say, is this film about 9-11 being an inside job? Ooh, shit, maybe. Is this the, like we did the Iraq war because of 9-11 like, and then like Bush did this? It's like that the like- fifth movie we've talked about where you have come out of nowhere with a, this is about 9-11. <laughs> First of which, most notably yeah, is Spike yes. Kids 3D. <laughs> Well, that was about 9-11. I think no, it's like clear. it's two, sorry. Oh, well, yeah, it was about 9-11, yeah. No, no, it was three, it was three. Oh, it was three, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So, so Jason Bourne infiltrates DEFCON. Uh, he, he picks up two quite literal plot devices <laughs> um, <laughs> off of a stall. One, there's a big bucket of RFID tags, <laughs> which is, like, so funny that that could plausibly be a DEFCON thing. I believe it. It's just like, here, spy, spy, spy on your friends or enemies with this bucket of free RFID tags. <laughs> also, like, surely, surely, just, like, the women at the conference would be like, can we not have that, maybe? Like, <laughs> you would let's not make it really easy for someone to follow me. Well, he does put this direct, like, he gives this to a woman, like, so, but the other thing he picks up is a, a spy camera that with, a uh, like, a laser microphone that lets you record audio from 50 metres away. Uh, this will not be important for a while. Podcasting. Yeah. That's right. So, so Tommy pulls up uh, the monster chimp, and he goes, alright, you need to kill this motherfucker right now. Yes. This, this bitch, um, cast, oh, fuck, this bitch, Aaron. Aaron? Aaron Kalor, Aaron Kalor. that's Kalor. right. Yeah, you need Riz to Ahmed. shoot Riz Ahmed right now. Um, you need to kill him because he's gonna go back on the the contract or yeah, whatever. He's gonna, he's, gonna make, gonna ex- he's, he's gonna expose. He's gonna expose that the CIA is deeply embedded in Facebook and will use that to do total surveillance. Also, Edward Snowden is a real person within the fiction of this movie, so everyone already knows that. But um, he's gonna, and uh, in order so. to pass it off as like not a very specific and targeted shooting. Tommy volunteers to get Imran Zakayevd. So he goes, yes! I'm going to have my hand by my side, put a bullet in it too, just to avoid suspicion. Just for the, just for the vibes, you know, I'm never going to play concert piano And when he again. hangs up the call, which I really like, he just like looks at his hand for a bit, as if he's like saying his mm. goodbyes to it. He's like, you know, you've done your best, <laughs> yeah. mate. All right. He's like, did- I've got 15 minutes, I'll have a wank with this hand, why not? The time yeah, the farewell stranger. <laughs> yeah. The farewell stranger. <laughs> Doing that before I get surgery. So, um, all of this. <laughs> meanwhile, so. meanwhile, Monsieur Monsieur Chimp is engaged in like a hitman level. He really he is. is uh, he disguises himself as a waiter. He like infiltrates through the back. He puts his sniper rifle together. He's going to shoot through a vent and kill Aaron Kalur. Um, Jason is also Jason takes advantage of uh, like an agent going to the bathroom to just beat him up in the bathroom. Which is cool. Jason Bourne bathroom invader. Yes, he he gives he gives Alicia Vikander the RFID tag and is like, put this on uh, Tommy Lee Jones, which which she does while he's sort of evilly monologuing to her about you know there's no way you can defeat me. I'm the bureaucratic master of of deceit and conspiracy. We, we also see that she and uh, she and Aaron Claude know each other from Stanford. They went to college together, which I which I do kind of like. It's like yeah, all these people know each other. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is also like gets on the phone to Chimp and is like, "Yo, you got to kill this girl too." Yeah, yeah. It is now time to kill her as well. They, they get on stage where they're about to do the like su- um, mass surveillance debate, and Tommy Lee Jones Jones gets held back by a phone call that like Jason Bourne is here. So he's 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 staying off the stage. He is ready to like come on and trigger the shooting. And Riz Ahmed, Aaron Kalor, begins with the most 
ominous set of like words. I'm not sure why why Monsieur Chimp waits this long because essentially what he goes is there's a cancer at the heart of my company. Um, I made a, a deal with a guy in a dark suit when I was starting out. Now it's coming back to to bite us. And everyone's like, what what could this possibly mean? Yeah, true. Um, which time? Yeah, I feel like you should have just been more direct. Monsieur Chimp yeah. is like going, oh fuck, oh fuck, like desperately as- assembling the sniper rifle faster. Tommy like rings him up and goes, kill this motherfucker right now, right now. <laughs> so J- Jason, but that would surely have been the most suspicious thing possible. Is to be like right at the moment he was about yeah, shot to- mid sentence of saying mm. that shit. And I know that these days a, a government cover up doesn't have to be particularly believable, but you want to be like at least at a least little. the fucking at least the oh all the all the CCTV cameras were out that night. Thing is a little bit more subtle than uh, yeah. I made a deal with the CI gunshot noise. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I wonder what he was gonna say. Anyway, yeah. W- wonder what that other initial could have been. Probably nothing. Um, so, <laughs> so, but but Jason though. Jason uh, distracts him. He shoots and wounds uh, Monsieur Chimp, uh, thus saving Aaron Kalor's life. Alicia Vikander doesn't even get shot at all. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, right, I gotta, I gotta not go to a secure location. I gotta go back to my hotel room and I'm gonna monologue at this guy. It's time to go to an insecure location. It's now time for Tommy Lee Jones to earn his paycheck on this movie yes. because he fucking bosses this it scene. It is now time to act. And this is a, this is a great scene, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had the, like, three or four instances of Jason confronts the shadowy CIA person who made him Jason Bourne. Um, this is the most sinister it's ever been. Also, Tommy Lee Jones is one of the only actors I've ever seen who can make who can make getting into a lift look sinister. Yeah, fucking mm. hell. He's so good. Like, He's occupies good. that space. Just yeah. prior to this, we get one of my favorite shots that you can do, which is a low-angled upward shot of three dudes in suits walking down a dark corridor in, like, mm-hmm. a triangle formation, and one of them's loading a gun. I was like... Oh, that's yeah, great. this is always good. This is always great. The, the CIA, the uh, the CIA security fuck up because they accidentally do the thing they weren't supposed to and identify Professor Chimp, Monsieur Chimp, mm-hmm. as the shooter. And so from that moment on, the cops are on him, which I really appreciate. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I liked seeing the like chased by cops with someone other than Jason Bourne. But so so Jason Jason kicks the door in, uh, holds him at gunpoint, and the vibe here is essentially like. No, you cho- you chose to do this. Actually, you volunteered to do this. This is your whole identity. You are Jason Bourne. The name of this movie is Jason. It's not David Webb. Like no you know one gives his a name, shit it's about David Webb. Yeah, no one gives a shit about that guy. This is who you are. You got to stop running from it. You got to come in. Uh, and and Jason is very troubled by this. Will you commit to this program? Yes. Yes. And and Jason is like, I I can't commit to this program. Because 9-11 was an inside job. Because you killed my dad. And also because it's you. I'm clipping that as well. <laughs> I'm neurotypical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so- I'm normal. They're, not, they're neat. They're neat. <laughs> um, so he's, he's, he's like, but Jason, you're, you're a patriot, and you know that our country is like exposed to real danger, and you want to you wanna help, uh, and you want to be... Jason Bourne, and but he's like nah. And he goes no, nah. He gets he 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 shoots him non fatally. Jason Bourne gets shot, and then at the last moment, Alicia Vikander has to come in and shoot Tommy Lee Jones fatally. 
and uh, and end the thing because you know fine and then then he's like i'm gonna go and kill monsieur chimp and she says you don't have to be jason Bourne, jason Bourne." and then he just leaves the scene. he just leaves. doesn't even bother answering her. he's like i could yeah there was there was one fun line in in this monologue which is like uh where Jason is holding him at gunpoint, uh, he goes, "Listen, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to do something else. I'm trying to be someone else." And and Tommy Lee Jones doesn't lo- make sense. Lo- lo- looks at him with a gun in his hand. It's like, how's that working out? You know? <laughs> yeah, that is holding him at gunpoint. Is that is that going well for you? <laughs> so 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 they they now remember that Mr. Chimp exists. Um, he's getting hunted by the cops. He looks the most, the most ominous and like the most obvious he's ever looked. Every time he like he runs into a load of cops, stops dead, turns around 180 degrees, and runs in the opposite direction, and none of the cops notice. Uh, also, the like much like the Berlin cops and and Ultimatum loved shouting Polizei. All of these guys love to run through a room shouting federal agents. Mm-hmm. Um, very very yeah. Constant. I get every cop has their own thing. Every, this is for the collected Jason Bourne slash Kill James Bond anthology of cops. Yeah, and I imagine like shouting federal agents as you run through a room is probably pretty fun, so I don't begrudge yeah, them cool. that. I do that all the time. I don't know what yeah. um, Scottish cops do. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then we get a car chase. I can't see what's happening. No, I was so I was so annoyed, right? Jason chases <sighs> Monsieur Chim down to the lobby. We get a one-second foreshadowing shot of the parked uh, SWAT team Bearcat, and I'm, I just write down at this moment, oh no. No, no, <laughs> no, not a, a cut. Chase, Please, no. I'm not strong enough. Um, we, we get the fucking car chase. Monsieur Chimp is driving the the bear cat. Can't see. Jason Jason Bourne is chasing him. There are a lot of cops. We get a lot of foot also, shots again. There's something I want to. There's something I want to mm. notice. Uh, a flag up about this car chase. Mm. It goes on far too long. First yes. of all, but secondly, listeners, you know that moment like during a vehicle chase section in a film where there'll be some like really intense music, and then a vehicle goes in there and the music stops, and then the vehicle like comes down again and the music starts again. So it'll go like dun 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 dun, dun and then we're in midair, and then it goes boom. Dun, 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 dun. That happens four times <laughs> yeah. in this chase. It's so long. My notes just say, "Say it with me if you know the words." I can't see what's happening. <laughs> That's right. That's right. At one point, the cops try to block in this like armored truck with their regular cop cars, which is very funny. Uh, I like to think Do about. They? Yeah, yeah, maybe. And okay. he just crashes straight through so. him. Yeah, D- Jason. Jason defeats him by means of car suplex. He drives his car onto the roof of the truck, which then oh. causes it to crash. Yeah, it would be sick if you could see it, huh? I thought he just crashed. I thought he just fucked up and no, crashed. No, they, they, they escape into a, a sort of obligatory sewer level where where they fight. And of course, because it would be rude, the cops don't interrupt them. You hear a couple yeah. of sirens, so you know they're still there, but like no one follows them. Yeah, someone's like, I assume they fight, can't see it, can't someone's see like, what's happening. going into a storm drain. Let's wait. Jason Jason makes him look to the left really quickly. They have a fu- right, here's another fucking thing, and it's similar to the one that uh, you mentioned in The Bourne ultimatum i don't know they're all named the fucking mm-hmm. same again um which is that he this guy has a knife and jason Bourne is fighting him using a fucking saucepan he picked up off the ground <laughs> yes, and there's yes. no jokes no how do you fucking completely fight straight. a guy with a saucepan and it's just like played <laughs> straight 
Yes. Also, why is there a saucepan in a sit no, It care. might be a saucepan. I, I couldn't fucking see it. Like, like trying to flush my saucepan. <laughs> like, I don't understand how you can fuck. It, it, this is like you gave someone who hates movies unlimited budget to make a movie. Like, he's proving why the medium needs to be retired. That's his fucking purpose. The, the synopsis on Wikipedia says. Uh, he Bourne snaps the asset snack, asset snack, killing him and avenging his father and Parsons. But he doesn't avenge his father. He doesn't say shit about them. He doesn't them. avenge. He doesn't say shit. He just he just kills him and leaves. Also, Nikki isn't mentioned either. He makes him look fast to the left, and then he gets up and sort of <laughs> yeah. staggers off. And I was like, there better not be a sequel hook. Um, and guess what, baby? Bad news. Also, how does he get away from the police? Never mind. He leaves. So this is a whole Cossack posse mm. up his ass. Yeah. Where did I fucking? The full Cossack posse up his ass. Can't arrest a guy who's limping. Oh, this guy seems like he's just achieved apotheosis of his storyline. <laughs> we can't fucking arrest him, can we? Cunt. Society. So, we... we, we <laughs> Riz Ahmed survives. Yes. Um, Heather wants to be the new director of the CIA, and then I'm like, aren't you like 25? Whatever. Yeah, Riz, Riz Ahmed doesn't want to get killed, so he just walks out of hospital, and everybody's like, hey, what were you going to say after C and I? And he's like, uh, I'm not going to mention that. I, I'm, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, though, uh, how about Facebook? Yeah, um, <laughs> and then and then we go to Washington yeah, DC. What's your aunt up to? You want to know Facebook? What's your cousin up to? Oh, not good. I'll tell you that. Not good. <laughs> yeah. So we, we go to DC where um, uh, Alicia Vikander is talking to the director of national intelligence, and she makes a sort of like Darth Vader pitch here, which is like, listen, all of the last four, um, the the last four Tommy Lee Joneses, all old, right? My thing. I'm not old, and also I'm a woman. What if Tommy Lee Jones was a hot lady? I know how to computers. These are my mm-hmm. people. I understand them. Um, and I still think that we can bring Jason Bourne in. Uh, and the director of national intelligence goes, well, okay, but what if you won't? She goes, well, obviously we fucking kill him. Of course. You think I just leave him alone? Would, would I get the kill Jason Bourne job if I just said, uh, no, I probably wouldn't worry about it? <laughs> And he goes, interesting. And then she, like, gets out of the car and fucking... (laughs) Jason Bourne Bourne is there. She goes up to him, and they're in, like, Hyde Park near the fucking, like, um, the pond or whatever. And she gives him uh, a cast of his his dad's star in Langley on the wall. She's just kind of nice. Um, not Nikki. Nothing to do nothing with Nikki. No, who? Character who? from Sorry, previous what? films. Yeah, and, and she she gives him the sort of like, uh, oh, we're both patriots. You know, you could help keep this country safe. It's different now at, at the CIA. This is the one other part it's, I like. Is like, come back, baby. I promise the CIA. One of one of the few sort of glimpses at how chilling. It's awesome. How institutions are able to like reproduce themselves and preserve themselves by doing the sort of minimum amount of superficial change of, of being like, ah, actually we're girl bosses now. So have you considered Jason that you're a misogynist? Um, so, and Jason goes, yeah, I'll think about it. She gets back in her car and she sees he has left the spy camera with the recording of her going, yeah, I probably just fucking kill him to be honest. Um, and we get the least fucking and <laughs> uh, she walks away. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne will definitely return in Jason Bourne, you know his name too. You still know what he's called. Fuck off. 
I hope we keep doing these forever. I hope we do them like Indiana Jones movies. I hope Matt Damon is 94 years old, having to jump off of a roof, being de-aged Indiana Jones shit. was at least different every time. I really, listeners cannot stress how much this film is just like, it's just Jason Bourne 1 in a bag, shaken up. Just as Jason Bourne's 2 and 3 were, it's just the same film. 2023, I want the Bourne similarity where we do this with Matt Damon again. Also, listen, we've been doing that joke where we go do 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 That's because they literally are using the same music. It's back. It's back, baby. But for now, until they persuade Matt Damon back again, we're done. We got his ass. We're finished with Jason Bourne. We're finished with the sort of We've we've transitioned from this phase of the program, having killed James Bond. We've finished another series, and now that leaves us in the position of going, well, what the fuck do we do next? Um, Good question. I think for now the answer is we still want to be killed James Bond because it's a good name, and also we have the website and everything. Uh, yeah, it's really I hard think to there's... change names. It turns out <laughs> there, there's there's oh tell me about it. Um, or any of us really? <laughs> I pulled it very easily. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of us have changed names at least once. <laughs> tell me about it, ass. I did it twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. Uh, no, but me, I think I, I think what we should do is I think there's some war on terror movies. I think there's some spy movies that would provide a useful counterpoint. And the movie that I want to watch next for our next mainline episode is a little film called Syriana. Also with Matt Damon. Okay, to ease us out of Jason Bourne. Yeah, I think it'll be a useful, a useful counterpoint because it's it's like it won't depress you as much as the 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 one that I had also mooted for this role. But I want to talk about Syriana because I think it's wildly underrated in understanding all of this. In shit. that case, okay, I cool. think I'm pretty happy to call that season two, episode one. That's yeah. I think so. I think so. Nice. Go, Amy. You you have now completed season one of Kill James Bond. Well done. Well, first we have a science based radio course. system. You're not we quite do. done yet. It's it's still scum. The the girth system is is good, but it's a little like I, it's it's scum. But I think we should find a way to insert homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can just talk about that in jet. Well, anyway, so uh, scum. I think it's a culture. You think we should find a way to insert homophobia? Yeah, I think we should. Misogyny is very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm neurotypical. Uh, so, <laughs> smum. The smum of this movie. Um, I, I it could be the chums system. We could have a, a, an <laughs> H. <H-ra. laughs> uh, smum. Smum. What do we think about smum? It's, I think it's really low. I mean, like, it, obviously Tommy Lee Jones has a lot of smum, but he is punished for that by being shot. Um, That's true. He does have a little bit more than usual. Jason Bourne doesn't have a lot of smum, because as ever, he's a sort of yawning void of smum. Like the, the all of the bits where he talks about himself or his sort of his arc or whatever, he's just like, I don't care about that. I'm not your friend. I don't care about society or indeed anything. Um, it's it's a sort of very nihilist movie in that way. So I, I think it's low smarm. I I want to give it a two. Tommy Lee Jones's smarm is like a particular kind of like schmaltzy patriotic smarm. That's true. And that's I think true. That still counts. I'm broadening the definition of smarm as we venture into season two. But how do we feel about a two? Yeah, and and Alicia Vikander tries to do a bit of smarm on him too, and you're like kind of meant to sympathise with this idea of like grumpy patriotism of being like, oh, well, you know, maybe you have to do the necessary thing and stuff. So yeah, mm. no, I think so. Two, two, sure. Cultural insensitivity. 
Uh, well, I mean, Albanian the, the, fucking border. Yeah, yeah, both both Greece and Albania not not doing not presented well in this movie. Mm. Um, on the mm. other hand, we spend most of it in what fucking London? Oh, I mean, Athens. The 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 Greek people who are always rioting and fighting the cops. Yeah, um, yeah based based. Um. <laughs> Uh, do, doing finally doing patriotic socialism, uh, but then other than that, we spend most of it in in like uh, London and uh, the Eurozone, yeah, yeah, London and Las Vegas. And Aaron Collard, despite being a, a decide character, is not portrayed particularly insensitively culturally. Like, there's nothing to like that doesn't weigh on his character at all. Um, yeah, yeah, which is you know kind of a double edged sword, I suppose. But yeah, no, he's just. You know, just regular tech CEO is his kind of character. Still, I th- I think that thing about Albania is like kind of it's pretty great. Like, it's pretty ah, bad. Civilization yeah. is within the EU. It's a bit like he's, uh, he's on the borderlands of civilization, which is why he's yes. growing out his beard and he's like debasing exactly. himself, fighting yeah. for the amusement of these foreigners. Just the kind of thing they do out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about a three? I would say a three. Yeah. Come Let's go. Absolutely. Now, unprovoked violence. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's. I mean. Everyone dies in this movie is one thing yep, I'd maybe yep. note. There's a great deal of violence yeah. towards um, Nikki, although to be fair, that's probably worth discussing under misogyny. Misogyny. There's, it's still the way this movie deals with people is that they're in a scene, they say what they need to, and then they die. And it's yes. so fucking like so clear that they just don't know what to do with a character if they can't shoot him at the end of a scene. So Society. It's like, Society. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting more goblins <laughs> th- every time we say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's goblin mode. Have you considered that we live in a society? <laughs> he's not French. He's German. Uh, I don't know. Why I know I'm French on it. Weird that they named him Christian Dassault. But anyway, yeah. yeah so I, I think Christian Dassault does betray some of the film's attitude towards violence, in that it's it, like normal. Th- yeah, the assets killing of, of of Nikki is like something that has to be avenged or whatever. But uh, yeah, for him to try and hit Jason over the back of the head with a big uh, a big dumbbell or whatever, that's kind of expected. That's just the world that they both inhabit. Um, I kind of want to give it a few points because over the course of the series, it's kind of been this creep of the normalization of violence. Yes. Because in the first one, Jason Bourne was like, oh my God, I killed people. That's like horrible. I wish I wasn't a CIA killer. And in this one, it's just like, well, you can kill the wrong people, but killing somebody is like not fundamentally all that bad. Yeah. When he, when he kills, like, when he kills Professor Chimp in the first movie, he just, uh, he, he shoots him and kind of like almost a mercy killing. This mm-hmm. one, he, he snaps a guy's spine. And that's shown too. That's yes, that's you yes, get a, a facial close up before he like. And this is portrayed li- as like good and right, and it's like I I think that Jason Bourne of the first film who was raised that's not the way of the fisherman that you were raised. It's in. nothing no. to do with the way of the fisherman. They're bad. And we that. really thought we we really thought the way of the fisherman would be a bigger thing because we didn't look at any of the movies after this. He doesn't do any fisherman shit after that. Yeah, if if no. they'd done anything even slightly fish related, you guarantee I would be saying that shit. But like, it just doesn't yeah. do it. Just doesn't. Well, he he did do Jason Spawn at the end of the last one. How do we feel about a four, three? I would say four. I, I think four. the I think the neck snap takes it up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. Now misogyny. Well, before we talk about Nikki, we do also have to talk about Heather Lee, Alicia Vikander, mm. who is competent, scheming, mm-hmm. evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She she gets outwitted, but she gets her own back. Um, Born franchise has also finally learned how to have a female character who is both cool and hot. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think you I think you're doing down Pamela Landy a little bit there, but yes, sure. 
yeah, I, I don't mind her as, as a character. Does uh, a fine performance? Yeah. Still, still a weird fucking accent, but what can you do? Um, but on the other hand, on the fucking other hand, how can we portray that a woman is going through emotional turmoil? Oh, well, she forgot to put on a bit of makeup. You know, that's what, that's what women mm. do, isn't it? But also, yeah, what I like about Alicia Vikander's character is that that, that role could have been played by a man. You yes. could have very easily... Like, the fact that she is a woman is never really, like... Never really touched on. And I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. That's, that's in one sense, good. Yeah, and it, it does help her feel like a bit more of an outsider when she's, like, in the room scheming, which is nice. But, so, so Nikki, of course, she gets five lines, more or less, all of which are Jason, another Jason Bourne movie is happening. Um... <laughs> Gets gets chased. There is one bit in the scene where she like does defend herself. She hits one of the CIA guys with a pipe, and it isn't like kind of like ah, kind of like thing. She fucking like lays a guy out. She's a is... master of kung fu and karate. Uh, yes, well, um, but then she 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 gets she gets killed to advance the plot. She wasn't really a character. We've forgotten about all of the stuff we previously did with her character, which was kind of interesting. It's it's bad. It's real bad, in my opinion. It sucks. I I, I thumbs think up. We could go to yeah. We could go to a four. Misogyny is very funny to me, actually. Uh, that gives us a total score of thirteen, which is not good for the Jason Bourne franchise. To be perfectly honest, no. certainly uh, it's worse than uh, Bourne Legacy. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Bourne Legacy was they accidentally made most of a good film, um, and then they. Jason Bourne it again, and I, it's so desperately funny that they thought they would do another one afterwards. <laughs> to me, that is the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, you have you have to put Matt Damon on like a thin serving of gruel I'm... so that he's able to maintain the fucking stupid physique that you have to do to do these movies in his forties. I have such a, a advanced form of Schadenfreude for these kind of movies that if I see an unresolved sequel hook, it fills me with such joy. Just such true <laughs> energy. To be like, you fucking dipshits. <laughs> you thought this was good enough for another? <laughs> and that is a podcast. That's a podcast. That's... And now that we're into season two of Kill James Bond, I think we wanted to focus a lot on like films that say something about masculinity. That's right. Um, so that really opens up. That opens up to all kinds of stuff. I would love to do the Superman series at some point. Oh, fucking that would be like a really good run. Like what we're gonna do? Ignore my thing about Syriana. What we're gonna do is now that we've seen all of the, the the James Bond movies in order, and now that we've seen all of the Jason Bourne movies in order, we're gonna watch every other remaining movie series in order. So next uh, next episode, we're gonna see that thing with the train coming straight towards the camera. <laughs> That would be a really good, like, special episode. The next, by the way, this episode that goes out is going to be uh, the 69th episode that we've posted on nice. on Podbean because we've unlocked a few. Um, nice. I think that's funny. Yeah, we should do like the fucking train coming forward as, as like a special, the one where some shit crashes into the moon. <laughs> Unprovoked violence to the moon. The moon is a woman, so it's misogyny. The next too. bonus, I don't know if I'm at liberty to divulge, but it is the month of June, which means that once again it's time for the banquet of forgiveness. That's right. That's month right. of free bonus episodes to say thank you to you, the fans, and to our proud sponsors at Raytheon and GCHQ. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah. And and thank you for 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 staying with us to uh, throughout this whole season. And we will we will return with, uh, I guess, voyage to the moon. Jesus Christ! That's Jason Bourne. 
Thank you for listening to yet another and indeed the final episode of season one of Kill James Bond. It's been one week since Born Legacy. It's been it's been a hell of a journey. It's been fantastic. I cannot say thank you enough to you, the fans, the audience. I still don't want to call you my fans because I think it feels exceedingly conceited to admit that I might have fans. Um, so instead, I'll simply say thank you to you, the listener. Um, Kill James Bond will, of course, return in two weeks' time for Season 2, Episode 1, Syriana. But if that is simply too long for you to wait, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash killjamesbond, where next week we will be releasing Season 2, Episode 0.5. Sorry, we had to push this one back a week. We're going to do a Q&A instead. Sorry, lol. <laughs> oh, I cannot believe we managed to make this one happen. Yeah, yeah, we didn't manage. Sorry. If you don't want to subscribe to the Patreon, don't fucking worry about it because that one is going to be coming out free on the free feed for the Banquet of Forgiveness, our yearly month where we give back to you, beautiful fans. And speaking of you... Special thanks, of course, to our £15 and above patrons, and those are Christine Fox, Forks Winchester, Paint McCullough, Jack Holmes, George Rohack, Charles Schultz, Thomas Oberhart, Nikki, Carolyn Tankersley, Library Hitman, Max Kapinski, Benno Rice, Michael Lada, Kit Devine, Amanda Rogda, Max Gamenhart, Jonathan Curtis, Dread Pirate Robin, Hell Bloodhands, Kentucky Fried Commie, Jay Martindell, Fremen Commissar, Jen Jen, Phoebe Olivia Harper, Ellie Without the E, Mothman, Top O, Sydney Steckle, Big Titty Goth Girl, Timothy Pajorni, Trip, Amber DeGracias, oh god, Safira Luciferax, Okay, uh, Charlie out of the closet, Jenna and Paul, Zoe Shepard, Elizabeth Cox, JM one 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 five one nine, Finn Ross, Alfredo, I make Devon say this out loud, Philippa Smith, Raul Leal, Wolfie, Tristram Wolf, you two should uh, make friends, Al Irwing, Richard Drum. Lucy Keeley, Faye Haven, Millie, Bon LeBon, Josh Simmons, Lauren Bastin, Penny Banks, Raised on a Diet, and indeed, Turfs, Eat Shit and Die Alone. This has been Kill James Bond, starring, as always, Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Bethay. Our podcast art is by Maddie Lubchensky, and our website is by Tom Allen. See ya. <laughs>